taking you on a journey for the pursuit of PPC. Welcome to PPC Rockstars. Get ready to rumble through the latest PPC news and views from around the blogosphere. Learn from our hosts and the PPC pros that will take you to the promised land of PPC profit. We're cashing in the clicks with the PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. Hey, PPC friends, it's David Zatella with another episode of PPC Rockstars. And on this episode, we have a new rock star, uh, one that's familiar to, familiar to me, but not to you. And that is Aquila DeFazio. Did I pronounce that correctly? <laughs> Close. It's Aquila DeFazio. Aquila. Aquila. Got it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Great to be here, David. Thank you. Thank you. For, thank you for coming on. And uh, thank you for agreeing to cover some territory that we haven't covered in the past, which is uh, a little bit of social media um, PPC, which is uh, the sweet spot of your agency, which is Equitize, right? That is correct. Okay. So um, we're going to talk about uh, social media PPC as it pertains to direct response advertising. So uh, we're, we're going to pretend for, for the moment that uh, advertising for the purposes of establishing a reputation or building a community uh, is, is irrelevant. We're just going to pretend that the only thing that we want to know about is uh, direct response, and that would be e-commerce sales or lead gen. So Akvila, let us, uh, let us know how, how, did, how does someone get started in Facebook advertising? Excellent question. I, as, as you know, we met a long, long time ago when I first started off my PPC career and I started off in paid search. But as Facebook's advertising platform grew and uh, I realized that I was gravitating more towards targeting people based on interests and behaviors, and I saw that this could be a really great area to explore further for the companies I was working for at the time. And lo and behold, here we are. And as of a year and a half ago, I actually decided to specialize and uh, remove some of the paid search uh, offerings that we do at our company from our site. We still do them on occasion, but as an extension of what we're already doing with paid social. So that's kind of how I went there. There's so much opportunity, but as you know, uh, it's not as siloed as it used to be that everything has a touch point and connects to a larger marketing uh, strategy. Right. And I think that uh, one of the things that uh, surprises a new Facebook advertiser is that um, it's not as comfortable a ride as, let's say, Google AdWords is. <laughs> In other words, there's a necessity to build a business manager first. Is that correct? That's correct. So even before funding the account, you've got to create a business manager, which you do by going to Facebook or business.facebook.com, is that correct? Yes, that's right. So you'll want to go there first and set up your uh, account so it can house all of your business assets, like your business page and your ad, ad manager account. Gotcha. Uh, maybe I'm getting ahead of myself, though. I think maybe step one is getting to know your audience well and defining the audience in, in a way that Facebook will find acceptable later on when you actually create the campaign. Is that, is that correct? Absolutely. Yes. So, um, I think in my experience, the first uh, the first uh, kind of gotcha I ran into was that there were too many options. 
so many options for <laughs> creating ads that, uh, uh, again, pertain to building a community or um, building interest in a page. So what, what are the options that should be chosen if the objective is direct response? So there's a few different ones. You can do a lower cost one, like a traffic campaign as your objective uh, ca uh, campaign. So then that way you can get people to your website and to complete an action there. However, something that works very well if your users are a little bit further down the funnel, say maybe a remarketing type of campaign, a conversion goal works very well for that because they're familiar with your brand. And if you can achieve that goal in driving those conversions or sales or whatever the conversion might be for your particular business, Facebook's algorithm will work better to give you more of those types of people that will convert. So it just depends on your budget, uh, where your audience is in the funnel, and those are two really great ones. If you have a, uh, a catalog or, you know, with Google, if you have another catalog over there, you can import your existing catalog from Google or from WooCommerce directly into Facebook and do ads uh, based off of that as well. Okay. And that's a different type of campaign objective. Okay, so that is similar to in what uh, Google World would call dynamic remarketing ads. In other words, yes. uh, the the ad that or the product that is displayed in the ad is the one that was last viewed on the advertiser's website. Yes. So think of it as similar to just Google Merchant Center. Okay. But all housed within Ads Manager. Gotcha. Now, is uh, is there more than one option for a Google Merchant Center type ad within Facebook? Is yeah, so you can do dynamic ads, whether it's a single image or carousels. There's also collection ad formats that group them in a different type of fashion where you can see a number of products on that one ad. So um, what are some tips for success in, in direct response advertising on Facebook? Always have a strong call to action, uh, especially if you are targeting newer, colder audiences. Um, get your products out there and try those different types of campaigns and see how they resonate before you move on to, uh, you know, further down the funnel, maybe doing a conversion type of campaign and seeing which types of products resonate most. So then that way you can create maybe your collection ads based on some of your top sellers or maybe any types of promotions that you might be doing to drive sales further, especially if it's something like a limited time offer. Um, it's just try to cater it to your audience because Facebook's really great and Instagram as well since they're under the same umbrella now. They're really great as an introductory point. So if you don't get that sale off the first time, they might go to your website, check you out, maybe go to Google or Bing and then come back. So see if you can get people into your funnel with a traffic campaign and then have them come back through your marketing campaign if they haven't converted just quite yet. So you're saying have them come in through an ad whose objective is just driving traffic to the website and then uh, capture them for the final sale through a remarketing type campaign. Correct. Okay. Cool. Well, um, how about uh, direct response lead gen ads in Facebook? What are they called again? Uh, you can just do a lead gen type of campaign. So those okay. ones you can fill out the lead gen form right within the ad unit. So users don't have to leave Facebook to go to your website. Typically what we've seen with clients that do that, it works very well. You get a high volume of leads from a particular audience that you're targeting at a much lower cost. However, we've noticed that while there is that volume and it's a lower cost, that those leads tend to be lower quality. Uh, so if you're looking to scale, that's a great way. But if you're really trying to you know, increase your return 
then that way try out the uh, like a traffic campaign and send them to a landing page on your website with a lead gen form. We've noticed that people, you know, they're much more interested. They're willing to leave Facebook because they want to see what you have to offer. And they're much more willing to fill out that form on your landing page and then become a higher quality lead. So those will be a little bit more expensive than a cost per lead basis. But um, if you're looking for better quality, that's a really great alternative. So speaking of pricing, um, how can, what, what should Facebook advertisers expect in, term, in terms of pricing uh, when compared to AdWords? Excellent question. It really depends. Typically, when we start with new clients, we will do a little bit more um, on the Facebook or the, you know, the social advertising side just because they don't not have as much brand recognition, their search volume is low, and um, we'll do more there. And then we'll also be running brand and non-branded campaigns on Google for them and Bing and see how that works. And then once we start seeing what works and where the contribution is, um, then we start adjusting the budget in either direction where we best see fit. Gotcha. But it's important to, to, to do both just so you have all bases covered because people might find you on Facebook, but they'll want to learn more about you and maybe go to search and, or just go directly to your website. Gotcha. So these things are very synergistic. Yes, very much so. Now, have you seen, um, I'm sure you've seen, but I, I, I don't have the evidence in my hand that um, running traffic ads on Facebook increases the, the uh, number of conversions through branded campaigns on Google. Yes, uh, I can't tell you a time where that hasn't impacted it positively. We've noticed with some clients they wanted to turn off social advertising and then we've seen organic and uh, just paid search traffic take a dip. Mm -hmm. So it's really important to do both because you're getting that awareness, but also from the people that aren't converting directly off of social, they're going to come back in through search and most likely convert there. All right. Hey, speaking of important, we've got some important messages from our sponsors. So, uh, Akvila, could you stay with us and listeners don't go away. PPC Rockstars. We'll be back after we click through our sponsors. WebmasterRadio.fm is the destination for education, entertainment, and engagement. Engage with our panel of on-air experts and peers by following us on Facebook, Google+, Twitter, and LinkedIn. You can listen to WebmasterRadio.fm on air or on demand from our website or through iTunes, Stitcher, or however you get your podcasts. Interact and stay informed. Just search for WebmasterRadio.fm. Ready to do a podcast for your business? Make that podcast elevate to enterprise level. Let WebmasterRadio.fm expedite and execute your podcast to build your brand and broaden your customer base. WebmasterRadio.fm has worked with the world's biggest tech brands, Google, Yahoo, and Bing, and have worked with fast-growing brands like ShipStation and GoDaddy. Now it's your turn. Contact brasco at wmr.fm and rush your enterprise-level podcast into production at a very reasonable rate. Email brasco at wmr.fm. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. 
With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. The pursuit of PPC continues. Welcome back to PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. And we are back with the founder and chief strategist of Acvertise. That would be Aquila DeFazio, right? I keep... I keep, I keep <laughs> yes, you got wanting, it right. I keep wanting to say Harlow. <laughs> it's DeFazio. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, thanks for having me back. You're, you're welcome. Um, hey, listen, let's segue over to Instagram. Now, I know that uh, you or advertisers create Instagram campaigns using the same user interface as Facebook, but uh, do you create campaigns and ad sets with combined Facebook and Instagram ads, or do you run ad sets separately? It depends. We've tested both. And for some clients, we've seen that we can group them together, especially if we're targeting smaller audiences. So then that way you're getting, uh, actually, no, even with larger audiences, because then that way you're getting across more ad placements. However, if we're seeing that one platform is significantly over, um, overperforming the other one, then we'll split them apart to see if maybe you know Facebook or Instagram are just being favored in that particular ad set. But typically, we do have uh, budgets we, we allocate specifically for Facebook and specifically for Instagram for a lot of our e-commerce clients. Gotcha. Okay. So there, there, there isn't enough of a difference in, let's say, for example, uh, line length of text or sizes or configurations of images to, um, to favor the separate campaign or ad set strategy? Interestingly enough, I think we've seen more with static images that's pretty even, but when it comes to video campaigns, we always uh, spread them out between static image uh, ad sets and video ad sets because video tends to get favored and it seems like Facebook tends to favor them at this time. But um, a lot of our clients do have a slightly longer videos, so we're really trying to get more of them into Instagram stories because that's turning into a really great area that's still underutilized that can, that we've seen drive some really great conversion numbers for certain clients that we have but those ones are only 15 seconds in length and we're really trying to get more of our clients there so I think once we get more of that we'll definitely split them up between Facebook and Instagram. Interesting so um, I wasn't aware that you could uh, designate an Instagram ad as an Instagram story. How do you do you that? You can. So under in the ad set level or the ad group, if you're more familiar with uh, paid search, the, where you select your targeting, you can select either automatic placements to just show everywhere that that ad unit or that campaign is available, or you can select different ones from Facebook uh, newsfeed to right-hand column on desktop to Facebook uh, stories or Instagram stories, Messenger. There's uh, there's probably, I don't know, I think maybe like 15 at this time, correct me if I'm wrong, but um, there's a large number of ad placements between these two networks. Uh, most of them are on Facebook, but I think we'll see more on Instagram over time. Okay, so that reminds me, um, Instagram stories, um, could you describe those for, for our listeners? Absolutely. So they are ephemeral or short form content that disappears after 24 hours. So when you're running an ad, those will last the duration of your campaign unless it's ongoing. 
These are available to view in the when you go to the Instagram app as a user. They are these little icons where you can see all of the people that you're following, and you can click on them and watch 15-second segments of videos. And you know, you can create a whole story, but they do break up in 15 seconds each max. And here you can run ads, and uh, when you're doing an ad, you can have a call to action, so people will swipe up, and it will send them to the landing page that you designate. Uh-huh. And they're really great for telling stories or, you know, showcasing new products or maybe even, um, you know, little tutorials about certain features you might have or different things about a certain product or service that you're advertising. But it's a really great quick way. And, you know, with people's uh, attention span and having so much stimulus uh, in our world these days, especially with technology, these smaller videos and, uh, you know, you can even do images if you want the stories really captivate users at a much higher rate we've noticed. Gotcha. So as far as the targeting is concerned, is it the the standard uh, Facebook targeting or is there something different one would use for Instagram stories? So you can do the same targeting as you would in other Facebook placements. The only thing that you would just select is the ad placement for Instagram stories in the ad set level. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, Another thing I wanted to ask you, What's your feeling about the audience network on Facebook? Ah, <laughs> fun question. Uh, you know, it, it, it's really unfortunate that there isn't more transparency even before the whole Facebook fiasco um, happened last year. And you just don't know where your ads are serving and you can't exclude anything. But the volume was very low for conversions, but we saw for most of our clients that it's usually worth to just keep it on because the the cost per acquisition was so low compared to everything else that even though if we get two or three sales a month on there, you know, we'll take them at that low cost. However, um, you know, it's not very profitable at the end of the day, but it's worthwhile to keep in there. It'd just be nice if we had more visibility into where those ads are actually shown. Sure. Um, I think in my experience, um, it's been mixed. In other words, uh, it's it, in some cases the low CPA justifies running ads there. In other cases, I got results similar to uh, kind of runaway crazy Google Content Network ads, where um, mm. the the clicks, impressions, and clicks just just streamed in, and uh, the, the conversion rates were so low. I think that they've made some changes there in the last year because when I was doing that a few years back we would typically disable the audience network because it didn't perform well. But over the last year, I've, we've been retesting it just to see with some new campaigns and, you know, the conversions are there, but there's some minimal in the cost of solo that I feel like they've made some adjustments. So I'm not uh, aware of what they are. So if you haven't tested them in a while, it might be worthwhile just to see how they are um, today. Good, good, good to know. Hey, um, let's segue over to Pinterest. This is a, uh, I, I've never used Pinterest for advertising. And I have friends that are really bullish on it. Um, so under what circumstances are, are Pinterest ads effective? Uh, especially if, if you're in e-commerce, great. But uh, Pinterest has been making a lot of great changes to their platform recently and introducing video ads. And it's not just for weddings and recipes and you know doing your makeup. There's uh, a lot more men joining the, the channels or the, the platform and whether you are selling products or services, it's still heavily underutilized, but it's very effective. And we've tested both for clients. And there's a number of different ads you can do. You can do promoted pins or just are the regular pins that you see with the images or the videos. However, if you're doing video, 
uh, those are only available on mobile placements for you know, tablets and smartphones. And just as a side note, 80% of their users actually uh, browse the, the platform on mobile devices. So wow. try to make your ads specifically you know, legible um, and effective for mobile smaller devices. Okay, so um, something fundamental. Is it possible to click from a Pinterest ad to a website? It is, yes. So typically you have to click twice. So one just clicks uh, on the actual pin and then it opens up a larger screen where you can see more of the ad copy you create okay. with a call to action and maybe any other engagement like comments or um, other uh, you know, pins that people have uh, associated with that. But there is also uh, an option within their ads manager that you can select one-click pins and those will send users directly from the pin to your website, nice. skipping that middle step. Very nice. Um, I'm sorry, they're called one tap promoted pins. Okay. So how how does one get started? Um, uh, just kind of at a higher level, um, is is there anything anything kind of tricky that you need to know in order to establish an account? Ah, great question. So I love Pinterest. However, it's not as uh, robust and evolved as, say, something like Google or Facebook Ads Manager. To set one up, they don't have a, an MCC equivalent of it. It's just you have to set up under the, the, the business account that you're running, so whatever your clients might be. So for now, clients just have to provide us with an access email to their accounts, which is not as efficient as we'd like. But to begin, you can just go and create a business account or you can convert your existing personal profile into a business account if that applies to you. And from there, you just put in your billing, and then you will have to uh, implement the Pinterest tag, which is similar to um, you know, tags or pixels that we're using in other platforms. The install process is identical to it. You just get a unique, unique tag and um, just add it to your website. And after that, um, it gets a little bit more complicated because it's not as seamless as it should be or intuitive, but... Um, you can select uh, two different goals. There's awareness and consideration compared to some of the other platforms where we have, a, um, you know, like Facebook, there's about 15 different campaign objectives. Here, there's just awareness and consideration. So if you're working in e-commerce, uh, you'll certainly want to choose the consideration one so then that way you can drive people to your website to make purchases. Hey, Akvila, freeze there so um, we can address this when we, co when we come back from uh, patron messages. Uh, listeners, stay with us. PPC Rockstars. We'll be back after we click through our sponsors. Celebrating the best in online advertising, the Web Marketing Association presents the 2018 Internet Advertising Competition Awards. Submit your banner ads, email ads, rich media, online newsletters, websites, and social media campaigns now by going to www.iacaward.org. Deadline for entries is January 31st, 2019. All winners will have their entry highlighted on the Internet Advertising Competition website, as well as receive a handsome trophy to display or a personalized certificate of achievement. Be honored among your online advertising peers by submitting your entry into the Web Marketing Association's 2018 Internet Advertising Competition Awards. Go to www.iacaward.org now. There are over 70 million active podcast listeners in the U.S. WebmasterRadio.fm reaches them all with the largest global distribution of any online business-to-business -business podcast network. 
we can target and place your message in front of those active listeners immediately. Now, your message can be delivered with less commitment and investment on over 20 hours of weekly original content hosted by the most respected names in digital marketing. Thanks to an exclusive private offer available for a very limited number of companies. But you must act fast. Email brasco at wmr.fm and get your message delivered now. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. The pursuit of PPC continues. Welcome back to PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. And we are back with Fila Zafazio. Um, coming into the home stretch, but really uh, interesting stuff about Pinterest. Uh, sounds like uh, you're, you're about to give us some information that we want to use to avoid headaches. <laughs> yes. So as we are continuing down with the Pinterest setup, there are also four different ad formats. So there's the promoted pins that I have mentioned. Then there's promoted video pins, which uh, we also uh, mentioned briefly. But for those, you can do videos between four seconds and 30 minutes. Uh, however, we recommend, you know, 10 to 30 seconds are, is probably ideal uh, just because people are more engaged with short form content and don't drop off as quickly. And you can do promoted video pins in the U.S., U.K., Ireland, Canada, and Australia, I believe at the oh, wow. time. But yeah. yeah, so they're expanding very quickly. They've done a lot of uh, changes to their platform in the last year. And you can also do one-tap promoted pins, which do have higher click-through rates than the one that I mentioned where you typically have to click twice to get to the website because there's that middle step where the screen expands. But you can do that. And then there's also promoted app pins. So if you have, uh, if you're working with an app client or you're in-house uh, at an app uh, company, you can also drive awareness and downloads for your app here as well through specific um, app pins. Wow. Who knew? You did. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised that there's uh, so much richness. How about uh, for B2B? Oh, absolutely. So, you know, Pinterest is great for B2C, but treat B2B like you would with B2C. You know, maybe your brain is more professional, you're trying to sell professional services, which makes sense. But some really great ads that I saw recently that were B2B oriented on Pinterest were for Merrill Lynch. And they were just doing a quick little video of a man. And then I also saw them, I think they're A-B testing because I saw one later that was identical, but with a woman. And it was just panning back and forth between, you know, from side to side of the person just to captivate you going down the screen. And they were just saying, um, I think the call to action was just like, learn about, uh, you know, investments um, options for your future. And it was captivating, but it's also related to, you know, services for businesses. And I've also seen some stuff from uh, some office supply companies and so I've seen like one or two software. So it's still heavily underutilized, but this is an excellent time to get in before, you know, prices go up and, right. you know, get more saturated advertising in there. So certainly test it out. Fascinating. Hey, um, we are 
at the end of the show, um, except that I want to make sure that uh, listeners know how to contact you. Absolutely. So my name is a little complicated, but I'm very active on Twitter. You can find me at Akvila DeFazio, or easier, you can find me on my website at advertise.com. Great. And spell that for, for us. Sure. It's A-K-V-E-R-T-I-S-E. So people call me Ak and I advertise. So that's kind of how it came about. Gotcha. And um, I know that you have been on a crusade to um, uh, just become the world's best public speaker and, <laughs> and, and are meeting, meeting great success. Uh, where can people see you speak in the next uh, six months or so? Thank you. I'm coming late to the game, but you know, you set a high, uh, high bar there. So I'm just trying <laughs> to make up for lost time, but I will be speaking at PubCon in Fort Lauderdale uh, from March 5th to 7th. And then you can find me at HeroCon in Philadelphia, April 23rd through 24th. Sounds great. Well, thank you, Akvila. Um, Thank you very much. It's been a long time coming, but we'll make it happen uh, again soon. Thank you very much. It was great chatting with you, David. You too. And thank you, listeners. Come back again for another episode of EBC Rockstars. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.